Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 69. Today, I am sharing something that I feel like a lot of us struggle with because at the core of our beings, we are people pleasers and we are yes people. But I want to share about how you can graciously say no without feeling guilt and what that's looked like in my journey as an entrepreneur within my business and within my life. So I want us to lead to our best yeses and in turn, I'm going to teach you how to say no without letting others down. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work, and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger Podcast is sponsored by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software that I use to stay organized, manage invoices, get paid, and give every client an elevated, unforgettable experience. HoneyBook is offering 20% off exclusively for Gold Digger listeners. Just go to honeybook.com slash gold digger to get started and get your life back today. Hey, Gold Diggers, it's Jenna Kutcher, and today I'm really excited to have a conversation that I think a lot of us struggle with. Not a lot of us talk about it because we don't even realize it. What I want to talk about is how to graciously say no and how to not feel guilty about it. Now, chances are, if you're like me, you love being a people pleaser and you are probably a yes person. You love to say yes to as many things as you can. You are likely overextended, maybe stressed out, maybe burnt out. Maybe you're taking on things that just simply aren't the right fit because you really stink at saying no. And so while this sounds like a really weird conversation to have, I want to share my experiences with you because I have learned over the time how to graciously decline things, how to not feel guilt about it, and how to really laser focus in on where my time is best spent and where my energy is going to move things forward the most. 
Now, there was absolutely a time in my business where I felt like I had to say yes to most of the opportunities that were arriving in my inbox. I always would be getting these weird things reaching out or people that wanted to collaborate. And I always just said yes, because there was this fear within me that if I was going to say no, I was going to miss my big break or miss getting there, which let's be honest, there is no there. (laughs) But now I have a really strict criteria And I say no to way more things. I actually probably say no to about 98% of the things that land in my lap. Now, one of my favorite books that my amazing, amazing team member, Caitlin, got me was Shauna Nyquist's book called Present Over Perfect. And here is a line from her book that I highlighted. I wanted to print out. I wanted to tattoo it on my forehead. But basically, it says... You cannot have a yes without a no. Another way to say it is if you're not careful with your yeses, you start to say no to some very important things without even realizing it. In my rampant yes, yes, yesing, I said no without intending to, to rest, to peace, to groundedness, to listening, to deep and slow connection built over years instead of moments. Now, I love that book. And if that's not just like a slap in the face or a wake up call, I'm not sure what is. But before reading it, I can honestly look you in the eye and tell you that I failed to rest. I really suck at it. I still do. On days where I actually had time and space to rest, I would search for something to fill my time with, avoiding the slowdown, avoiding silence. As we prepared for our time in Hawaii, I found myself welcoming the rest-filled moments, however few and far in between they were. And I started to really look at life and business as a place that needed margins in order to appreciate the meat of it. Without that space, without that rest, I couldn't appreciate the busy, the good. I never worked out a place of have to. I genuinely now wake up excited to do what I'm about to do, but that doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time, 24-7. After our recent miscarriage, Drew and I decided to just get away for a week. We cleared our schedules and flew off to Texas, which was super random and super amazing. And it really reminded me and just showed me how far I had come in resting, I was able to clear everything, let my team take care of the stuff that was on the agenda, and to actually rest again. I think I logged in maybe once to check email over that week. That was something that would have never, ever in a million years happened, even just a year ago. So when I started to really look at what Shauna had said and really started to understand, like every time I'm saying yes to things that aren't just the right fit or aren't quite on brand or aren't quite what I'm passionate about, it generally leads to a no to something else, whether that be a date night with Drew, a weekend spent at the cabin, time with my dogs, a nap, maybe other clients that could have been the right fit. I mean, have you ever, now I can just raise my hand. My hand is already in the air. Have you ever booked a client that didn't quite feel right, but they were ready to book you and they wanted you. So you're like, yeah, I guess I'll take them. And then your dream client came along and you couldn't say yes to them. You had to say no because you said a yes that might not have been right. Man, that sucks, doesn't it? Now, what does this margin look like in my life right now? It's, you know, it's weird to talk about margin. I feel like it's a little trendy, a little hard to grasp. But now that I finally have it, it's like, goodness, goodness gracious, how did I not have this before? 
It's looked like a month's sabbatical in Hawaii. It's looked like some really fun new projects that I'm working on, including a product shop, a book, a mastermind. It looks like actual date nights out with no phones. It looks like Netflix marathons or random trips that pop up and we can say yes to them. It's really funny because I used to have none of that. In fact, there would have been a really good chance that I would still have none of that had I not learned how to hire and had I not learned how to graciously decline. And I think that at some point I realized that every time I was saying yes to these small things, I was saying no to the big things. And the big things are the things that make impact. The big things are the things that change lives. The big things are the things that move me forward in a bigger way so that I can make a bigger difference on this planet. And I was saying yes to so many little things that I never actually got to the big things. Like my to-do list was stacked with this monotonous list of projects and those really big important things stayed at the bottom and they never got touched. Now, saying no has actually affected the profitability of my business in a really good way, which might sound surprising, but here's how. By saying yes to the things that really drive my business forward, I am able to not only be more profitable, but to work from a place of rest and not a place of stress. Now, a lot of times you're going to get opportunities that land in your inbox or in your messages And the thing is, is that those opportunities are uniquely disguised as an opportunity to move you forward. But the truth is, most of the time, it's an attempt for that person to move their business forward. And so when I was saying yes to all these things for fear of missing out or missing my big break or ruining a relationship or starting a relationship, I was really not being able to focus on which direction my business was going. It was going in a million directions because I was doing a million things for a million other people. But those millions of things were moving the millions of other people's businesses forward while mine, it probably was sitting a little bit still. Now that we've covered why saying no is important, maybe you're like, okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Like I got to start learning how to say no. Let's cover how to do it graciously because saying no can feel a little icky. It can feel like you're letting people down. It can feel like a negative thing. And as a people pleaser, that was super hard for me at first, but I want to explain how I handle it now. Because no does not need to be a negative thing in your life. It can actually be the most life-giving word you can ever learn how to use. And so I want to share how to do it without letting people down, without feeling that guilt, without questioning, am I making a bad decision here? So the number one way that you can say no is saying, hey, like now is not the right time or this just isn't quite the right fit, but how can I support or encourage you in another way? How can I pray for you? How can I lift you up? How can I answer a question for you? How can I give you an opportunity or an offer or a product or a service that can help you? When you say no, it doesn't have to have a period after it can say, hey, not right now, but how can I help you or what can I do for you beyond what you're asking of me? Now, even though I'm often saying no more than yes, I still try to support each person that lands in my inbox. If they're looking for, say, one-on-one mentoring on a specific topic, I'll link them or send them to freebies or blog posts or past episodes that I've done in order to get them started. Or maybe I'll point them to a peer in my industry that I think might be able to help them. 
When somebody inquires about a non-wedding session, I'll provide them with my favorite photographers in my area that do that type of work that they're looking for. Same as if I'm already booked on a wedding day. So a no doesn't just have to be short and cold. It doesn't just have to be no. You can genuinely show that you care and support them, even if you can't complete the request as they may have hoped. When I was first starting out as a photographer, I legitimately would shoot any possible subject, whether it was a dog, a human, a baby, a wedding. I would take anything, anyone that was willing to pay me any money to do what I loved. But shortly after, I started to realize, like, Jenna, I love weddings. Like, I love weddings so much. And if I'm saying yes to newborns and senior portraits and families, maybe that's going to lead to a lot of no's for weddings that I really want to do. But I had this weird feeling like every time somebody inquired and I was going to say no, I felt like I was just letting them down. Like, man, these people are going to be so upset that I don't do this. But here's the thing, guys. Nobody cares that much. (laughs) I hate to say that. Like we put ourselves on these pedestals and we create these boxes that we put ourselves into and then we get angry that we're in them. But guys, we're putting ourselves in them in the first place. When I started to realize that people actually respect me, when I say, hey, like, I am so excited that you want to have a family portrait session, but trust me when I tell you I am not the girl for you. I am a wedding photographer through and through. Give me a veil and some fancy shoes and I will rock it, but give me a few rambunctious kiddos and I might flail. So here are some amazing family photographers in the area within your budget that are available for your date. And guess what? I'm actually living out that whole community over competition movement. It's not just words or a hashtag. I am supporting my peers in the industry when I do that. And I'm also supporting those people inquiring who cared enough to even ask if I was available. Think about it. It's not a negative thing when you can preserve what you love, when you can preserve your time, and when you can point people in a direction that's going to help them. One of the hardest things for me is that we get so many emails every single day. I mean, guys, I'm talking hundreds. And when I first and finally got help in my inbox, it was like this weight off of my shoulder. I'm fairly certain that when Caitlin joined my team, I had thousands of unread emails. They've only gone up in volume as I've continued to grow. But I feel like I want to help everyone. Like there is this desire within me, but I knew that I couldn't do it on my own. And I knew that if there was just a way that I could take that off my plate, I could serve a bigger audience in a bigger way. And so I didn't say no, never. I didn't say, hey, let's just leave these unread and moved on. I found a solution. So the next step of encouragement that I have for you is to have accountability. It is so easy to fall back into saying yes when you should be saying no. When you guys love what you do, which I know you do, and amazing opportunities come up that are a good fit, but maybe not the best fit, and you're tempted to say yes, I want for you to have someone that you can call or run to, run it by them, think it through and ask them, if I say yes to this, will I consequently be saying no? Ask people that, have accountability. One of the earliest things that I did in my career, which some people think is hilarious, is I said, I will not shoot weddings between daylight savings time. So when the clock falls back or when it springs forward, that whole five, six month window, whatever it might be, I will not take a single wedding on. 
Now, a lot of my peers thought I was crazy when I said this, but there are a few reasons. One, I hate the winter. Two, it gets really dark and cold out, and I don't want to be shooting in that. But three, I knew that I needed to have a very cold and hard deadline so that I could just politely decline and not wonder like, oh, should I take this winter wedding or this New Year's Eve wedding? Should I do that? Should I do that? Is that the right thing? I had to create these boundaries, and then I had to have accountability. And a lot of times things would come up or really dear loved ones would ask me to photograph their weddings during daylight savings time. And I'd have to tell Drew, I'd be like, look me in the eye and just tell me to say no. Just tell me to say no. I need to say no. And so accountability can really be huge. Now for me, Caitlin is my gatekeeper of the inbox. So she is absolutely up to date every single day on my goals, on my schedule, on what my priorities are in the business. And she does her absolute best. And my gosh, you guys, she does a great job of protecting my schedule. She is the first one to see all of the opportunities and I am less tempted to say yes to the ones that I should be saying no to. So basically, Caitlin goes through my inbox. I cannot log in until she has gone through it. She will go through, read all the messages, respond to all the emails and go through all the potential opportunities and she will only forward on ones that she think might be a potential good fit. And then I'm the one to make that decision. Now, having somebody do this, like be the gatekeeper, it might be really far off in your business, but I can tell you it has absolutely changed my life. Because every day I was starting out so overwhelmed by all these potential things that I could be doing that I almost was just paralyzed into actually doing the things I should be doing. And so having her just really go through, flag the things that she thinks are a good fit, politely decline the things that just might not be within our toolbox at the moment. Oh, man, I can't even put into words how amazing that is. So I want to just share a few specific examples that I consistently say no to within my business so that you can kind of understand like, okay, what does this look like in action? And so I want to just help inspire you to really write down examples of things that you will say no to. And in turn, then you can write down a list of things that you will be saying yes to. Because the yes stuff, that's the fun stuff, guys. So number one, anytime that there is a non-wedding photography inquiry, we have a canned response that we send out. It's a template. It gets right to the chase. It tells people thank you. So here's what we say. We say, thank you so much for reaching out and sharing your photography needs with me. I am absolutely honored that you have inquired about my photography services. At this time, I'm solely focusing on wedding photography. And unfortunately, I am not shooting X, Y, or Z. Over the years, I have decided to dedicate and specialize my time into one area of photography so that my brides can have a one of a kind experience. I truly hope you understand. I am so happy to pass along any recommendations of talented photographers in your area. And I am just so graciously hoping that you can appreciate that I am saying no. And that's it. And here's the thing. Guess what? People respect that. They love that. They acknowledge that. Also, we've done a really, really, really good job of branding ourselves so that people know like, hey, I don't think she really does this, but I mean, it's worth asking about. And then when I decline, it's not a shock. 
So you're not going to go to my website and see a bunch of family portraits and then have me say, no, I don't do that. You have to be very specific in how you are laying out your brand, your image, your website, what you're sharing online. If you're showing stuff that you don't want to be doing, you got to stop now, guys, because that is why you're going to continue to get inquiries for work that you're not excited about. Trust me, that is a one-way street to burnout. So we created a template so that Caitlin can quickly respond in my tone, in my voice, in my brand, and get back to people right away and just let them know, hey, this isn't something we currently offer, but here's some solutions for what you're requesting. Now, during my busy season, we also have a response because guess what? I am not logged into email all day, every day. So here is what we say during my busy season. We say thank you so much for reaching out and sharing your story. As you can imagine, summer is my busy season, both as an educator and as a wedding photographer. And while I would love to, and then I insert in their request, my time in the summer is spent hustling and relaxing with my sweet family. I share a ton about what I am doing on my blog and podcast and pour all of my energy into supporting entrepreneurs through my online courses and the Gold Digger podcast. And we link to all of our resources. We politely decline and explain that, hey guys, we're busy. This is our busy season. I hope you understand and respect that. And we hit send with confidence. And so it's really good to just remind people like, hey, we heard you. We got your email. We understand that you have a need, but right now we just cannot fulfill it. Now, we also have a response for people looking to trade product for post. So if you don't know what that is, I get so many requests every single day of companies that just want to send me their products so that I can post about it. And what they don't understand is that I've worked incredibly hard to grow my following. And with that, I am very, very, very careful about what I share. I want to genuinely share things that I love. And I also think that I should get paid to advertise their products because I've hustled hard to grow grow the following and gain the trust of my followers. And so this is what we respond when we get that request. We say, thank you so much for taking the time to reach out, share the dreams you are dreaming and for letting me into your life. I am so thankful to have the opportunity and platform to work with such wonderful people. To be entirely candid and honest, I've been getting hundreds of inquiries per week for wonderful companies and beautiful causes. And at this time, I just need to politely decline while I figure out what my next steps will be. My feed is already filled with puppies, marriage, my photography, and the few causes that I'm intimately involved in. And I've built my brand around living authentically, keeping it real and doing good. And in turn, I have captured a lot of attention. But with that comes the time to decide where we are headed and the direction we are going. And while I would love to share all of the good you are up to, I have to regretfully say no. I hope you understand at this time, we are not accepting product for a post. If you are still interested in working together, I am happy to send over my media kit for more promotional information and we can always team up. Let me know and I can get it over to you. And so that response is twofold. It's saying, hey, thank you so much for reaching out. I'm really proud of what you're doing. I'm excited for your business. But hey, I also have my own business and I am using my platform to share that. And if you want to partner up in a bigger way, there is an opportunity. But it's also not locking me into saying yes to something that might not be a fit. While it was super fun to get a lot of free products at the beginning, it's just not my lifestyle anymore. Like I want to be very, very careful about what I'm sharing and I want to make sure it's genuine and it's coming from the right place. And so that is how we handle that. 
Now, when it comes to saying no, a lot of times we just don't know how to do it. And so if I can encourage you to sit down and make a list of your no's and your yeses, and then to craft templated responses to those no's so that you are not constantly reinventing the wheel or customizing each email based on the request and taking up a lot of your time or just feeling tempted to say yes because you don't have time to write the no response, I think it would just save you so much time so much energy, so much stress. Now, looking back when I was on my upward trajectory as a wedding photographer, I went from 25 weddings to 27 weddings to 30 weddings. And I kept saying, yes, yes, yes. I kept adding more to my plate. What I didn't realize at that time was that I really was saying no to a lot of things. I was saying no to my faith. I was saying no to my marriage. I was saying no to my family. I was saying no to a life that I had dreamt about, the life that I wanted when I left corporate America. No does not have to be a bad thing. It can be gentle and it can free you up for the right yeses. I have learned so much over the years, but I think one of the biggest things I've learned is to really protect my time and schedule. So now that you know the ways that I say no, I want to share some of the ways that I say yes. I say no to one-on-one coaching. I say no to custom watercolors. I say no to a lot of things that are only serving one person because I feel called to a higher place to serve a mass audience in a really meaningful way. When I take on those personalized projects, it's taking out my time for being able to do things like this podcast or create new opt-ins or freebies or lead new webinars or build new courses. And what I didn't realize is that when I was saying no to these people, I actually could have been saying, yes, yes, I hear you and I see that you need help. If you can just give me some time, I'm going to build something that is not just going to help you, but it's going to help hundreds of other entrepreneurs that are in your same spot. It took me a long time to understand that. But now that I'm at this place, I feel like I am so zeroed in on where I'm headed that no's and yeses are so much easier. I've talked about this in past episodes, but time, not money, is my biggest motivator. And so if I really want to live this full life, I have to make sure that I'm filling my days up with the right stuff. And that comes down to no's and yeses. It's not a gray area, guys. It is very black and white. And I see it so clearly now. Because I feel like I have these big, bold projects that I'm working on. And I know that these little, little, little yeses all add up to a lot amount of time. And my time here is limited. It's so limited. I feel like time is my currency. And every single day, my bank is filled up with a certain amount of minutes, the same amount that you have. And I want to make sure that at the end of the day, I can pray to God and I can say, I used everything you gave me. I used every minute intentionally and I moved myself, my business and others forward in that time that you gave me today. Thank you, God. And so today, friends, as you start to think about this, I want for you to know that no does not have to be negative, that you can graciously decline You can lose the guilt so that you can say your best yeses in life. I can promise you this. When you start to get to that point where your yeses become your best yeses, you are going to feel on top of the world. You're going to feel laser focused on where you are headed and you are going to make a bigger impact. 
Gold Diggers, thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, you can access the show notes at golddiggerpodcast.com. Just click on the link to show notes. Check out this show today and all of our past shows. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. And don't forget that it's okay to say no. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold digging dream chaser, you.